This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome to another episode of the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. It's Michael Levitt, and today I've got Santos Ferrardo. Santos runs the new coach launchpad community and she's been a coach for a long time and works with new coaches to really set them up to be successful in their career so santos welcome to the show thank you so much for having me on the show michael i'm i'm really excited to talk to you this morning and uh talk about leadership and burnout and all these great topics <laughs> thank you thank you glad to have you on the show so um, what prompted you um to want to coach coaches what you know what was the driving force behind that so, you know, I actually started several businesses before I um, became a coach. And, you know, it was kind of a long evolution of trying to uh, figure out, okay, what is something that's fulfilling? Uh, what is something that kind of allows me to be creative and work with people and challenges me? Um, so it was a long process of getting to the point of being a coach for coaches. Um, but I've actually coached for um, a number of years in my day job. So in my day job, I'm an um, elementary school principal. So I've had many years of coaching, um, you know, teachers and edu other educational leaders. Um, and that's just something that I really love and something that I, I mean, I hate to toot my own horn, but that I'm pretty good at. And so, um, you know, as I kind of um, explored different entrepreneurial paths, um, I became more and more interested in the coaching industry. And then I realized, you know, I have actually a lot of skills that could marry both of my worlds. Um, and so that's how I became a coach for coaches, <laughs> you know, it really marries my love of teaching and coaching with my love for, you know, all things entrepreneurial, because I'm just constantly learning and implementing and exploring new ways um, to do marketing and uh, be online with businesses. Yeah, the school analogy is spot on because as a principal or an educator, you have daily opportunities to coach, you know, our future leaders, um, you're, you're coaching them through, you know, their education, uh, how to behave, how to interact with different types of people, um, how to avoid detention. I think we, I think we need detention in professional life too. Um, I know I do. Uh, I, 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 I was quite, aware of where de detention hall was. Um, but you know, I turned out okay. I, Likewise. So <laughs> Likewise. It, it's, and, and it's often those people that you find that, you know, ended up in detention quite a bit, you know, turned out to be really good because they, they worked out the kinks and they figured out, okay, now I know how to behave to avoid detention. So it's good. But exactly. you know, with, you know, with, with, with the school side of things, again, you, you have these coaching opportunities and you're not, necessarily sure you know what coaching mechanisms you'll use on a daily basis and even in the coaching world you're not sure what you know your new coaches or the people that you're coaching are going to need on any given day until they come up to you and they say okay this is what's going on and then you basically have to rely on your tool bag of experience and knowledge to 
translate your experiences and, and techniques to help that individual or that group uh, be able to navigate what they're trying to go through. Um, exactly. So it, yeah, it, it's interesting because um, you know, in both regards, uh, you it, it really is about like learning how to question, right? Learning how to place the right questions at the right time and kind of anticipating some areas where people will be stuck um, and uh, kind of helping them navigate to uh, the right quote unquote place, right? So um, that it works with kids, that works with my teaching staff, it works with other administrators, it works with my coaching clients um, and other people that I'm teaching, right? Um, it's all about giving people the tools to, to discover their own way um, because everybody's journey is so individual. And that's what's fun about coaching. You're sometimes, yes, you know, cause I kind of use a blended model, but sometimes, yes, you will give them the answer. <laughs> you know, you will show them exactly how to do it. But oftentimes it's about guiding them to something that's true for them, something that works for them. And you mentioned earlier that you were one of the kids that, you know, new detention. I was also one of those children. <laughs> you know, I was, very close with my elementary principal as a child because I, I made a lot of mistakes. And um, what I find is people like that that get in trouble a lot early on, they figure out what works for them. You said they work out the kinks, and I think that's absolutely true. They figure out what's going to work for them. They figure out how to kind of um, maybe control some of those impulsive urges, <laughs> you know, that they have as children. They figure out how to kind of uh, make school work for them so that they're not always in detention, right? So it's about every helping everybody kind of discover a path that works for them and that they can continue on and be successful with. Um, so that's that's something that I really love about coaching, and and it's always exciting. It's never the same thing, um, and it's just fun to see people kind of arrive at something that they probably would not have arrived at on their own, right? All through that questioning technique and, and guiding technique, so. With all of the new coaches that you work with, uh, have you noticed any patterns of behaviors or things that new coaches struggle with? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I, I work and um, teach new coaches who are building their business while working you know, full time. So they have very limited time. And so a lot of what I, a lot of what they come to me with is concerns about the lack of time, concerns about overwhelm, um, and just kind of not really knowing where to start, right? And so um, some of the things that I see most often are people just kind of throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not really sitting down to uh, get a strategy in place that they can implement and kind of track and uh, make work for their business. Um, the other thing that I see is really not understanding how to place like proper um, structures and routines um, and systems in place that make it manageable, right? Because you're when you're building your own business, it takes so much time and um, mental energy. So if you're not creating systems that make, that are like 
that you're able to replicate day after day after day, even when you come home extremely exhausted, <laughs> you know, even if you come home and you just don't have um, the brain power to kind of think through something, you have this routine and, you know, in place that kind of propels you forward. And so many new coaches don't know how to put those in place in their business. Um, and I find that once we start putting those routines and those systems in place, they are using a lot less bandwidth to, to, to implement um, some of the basics in their business. So they're, they're able then to make much more headway. Um, and so those are probably the two most common ones aside from you know, the whole confidence thing. And that's true for anybody starting something new. It, it, they just don't feel confident at first, but once they start taking action and kind of remove that overwhelm and put those right systems in place, that confidence just starts to, you know, grow and grow every day. I'm a huge fan of routines and systems. And ironically, before we, we started our chat today, I, I had a coaching call because I have coaches and I, I'm a, a strong advocate that coaches need coaches uh, yes. because we need guidance on how you know to go about our, our daily lives and our professional lives and whatnot. And, and one of the things that we talked about was how I'm able to accomplish the things that I'm able to accomplish because I have a lot going on. Nice. And, and the key thing on it was you know, routines and systems. And does that mean I'm perfect? By no means, no, I'm not perfect at all. And uh, there have been many instances, even you know, at the time of this recording, where I've overloaded my, my schedule a little bit uh, for the back end of this particular month because of a couple of conferences, speaking events, and whatnot that I've got going on. So when you have that, you're, you're trying to fill in other things and you know, I didn't build in enough buffer time just for me to be. And, right. and so I, thankfully this past weekend, you know, took, took most of the weekend off from technology uh, mm -hmm. and just, you know, grabbed a physical book and, and read, mm -hmm. read the entire book over the weekend. And awesome. just, and, and those are things that for me to help get away, but I was able to do that because I've got routines and systems in place where it, that is, part of the routine and 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 you you hit it right on the head when you said you know, a lot of coaches are struggling with with those things and they're trying to do everything but there's no rhythm or pattern to the work that they're doing so they're shifting gears constantly trying to get from this point to this point to this point to this point and when you do that then you know it it, it touches on you know the subject that we briefly discussed you know before we started today you know the concept of of burnout and we see we see coaches that are launching their business they're early on to the things and you know they want to be their own boss per se and and launch their own business and all that and you know they're burning out which was not what they had signed up for when yeah. they decided to you know go out on their own and, and be, you know, be their own boss and, and, and say goodbye to their, their day job and, and go into a different arena, but you know, they're burning out. So tell us a little bit about your experience with, with burnout and what you're seeing with, you know, the coaches that you're working with and, and ideas on how you help them avoid those burnout situations. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a huge proponent of really, I call it getting militant with your time. <laughs> and that is, you know, uh, just being very structured, um, and, uh, organized 
and being clear, right? So one of the first things that I do um, is I have people kind of do an audit of how they're spending their time. And this is something that I actually did for myself when I was, you know, in my day job, I was like so overwhelmed. And so I said, you know, I have to kind of get a hold of what am I doing all day with my time that I'm not able to finish everything or, or I'm feeling like I constantly have to catch up. So that was something that I brought into the coaching, my coaching business, where I have people really get detailed about notating everything that they do in a 24-hour period, right? And um, so that they're able to get some clarity about how they're actually using their time because oftentimes um, perception of how we're using our time is so different from the reality of how we're using our time. And so if we start from this uh, place of clarity, um, then we're able to make better decisions about how, okay, what can I take on, right? So that's one of the first things I do. I get them clear about how they're spending their time and how much actual time they have to work on their business um, and spend time with their family and all of that um, so that the, they can then plan strategically around their time. And so keeping things very realistic, I think, is something that's so important. Oftentimes new coaches, when they're starting their business, they are looking at way more established coaches, right? So those online gurus that we see um, that have been in business for years and years and years and years and have a big team behind them. And so their new coaches are looking to that and saying, okay, I have to be like that, right? So they're taking on um, some very unrealistic goals and trying to emulate the success of somebody else without taking steps one, two, three, the basics, right? So um, those starting at the beginning and, you know, <laughs> giving them some clear um, goals or helping them create clear goals for where they are right now um, is probably the biggest way that people can um, avoid burning out. And that's one of the biggest ways that I help people avoid burning out. Now, after that, we establish, you know, some really great systems and routines so that um, it becomes a habit, right? Because when you're building your business, a lot of the work is about changing your habits. <laughs> it's a lot of inner work. And so um, those routines and, uh, you know, those structures really help you maintain those habits so that when you're ready to up level, right, and take on your next steps or your next goals, um, all of that you're doing on kind of autopilot, right? And so when you're ready to take on new challenges, your brain is going to be engaged with those new challenges that it won't have time to spend uh all your mental power on those other routines and strategies that you've been using. So those become automatic while you take on new challenges. So that's kind of the, the structure for how I um, help co new coaches kind of establish their business, um, a lot of it on the back end, so that they're not burning out. And they really are getting to a place where they're successful meeting their goals for their business because their foundation has been established on, you know, how to do things. And you'd mentioned a couple of things that, you know, highlighted, you know, the strategic planning. And that's something that so many coaches don't get to spend a lot of time on because yeah. they're so busy yes. in the building of their business and working on client work and whatnot that they don't take time to, 
you know, start focusing on and thinking about, okay, what do you want to do in the next three months or the next six months or next year? You mm-hmm. know, what type of materials do I want to consume? And we don't build in time uh, in our structures to have those strat planning kind of days. You know, from you know, my situation, you know, when I took the technology weekend off, I was still thinking about you know, work and thinking about things, (laughs) but instead of, you know, grabbing, you know, the laptop and starting to work or grabbing, you know, the smartphone or the tablet to jot things down, I had a a pencil and a notepad and I wrote down a couple things and I said, okay, when I'm ready to get back into technology, I can make a note of this and I can work on it then. I mean, the thought came to mind now, but I'm not going to flush it out. I'm I need to focus on on other things. And and I love the fact that you said realistic. Uh, Oftentimes, you know, we we go, we look, and we say, okay, yeah, I'm going to be the next Tony Robbins. Well, unless you're like six foot eight and (laughs) have have the energy of drinking 40 Red Bulls, uh, I would not want to see Tony on Red Bull. I don't don't think he consumes it. I think this is all natural. Right. Uh, He is – he is a unique individual, but he's been very successful because he cares about people and he's become really successful because he cares about people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's ultimately what coaches want. We want the people that we coach and work with to be immensely successful in what they want to do. That's, that's a driving force in my life with when I help anyone is I, mm-hmm. want, I want to make it better for them that I'm in their life than not, and also guide them on taking the right steps, not shortcuts, but the right steps to be able to accomplish what they want to accomplish. And in the habit thing, uh, Eben Pagan, another you know famous coach that's out yeah. there, um, you know, he talks about, you know, and he uses a, a smartphone analogy on this. With a habit, it's like an app on the phone. You have to install it install Mm -hmm. it and use it. There's so many apps that we've installed on our phones and many of them we may or may not use. Exactly. But but to install a habit and make some changes um, pays big dividends in in going forward. So when you encounter a coach that's Mm -hmm. um, either approaching burnout or is definitely burned out, what what are some techniques that you use to kind of help them get back to home base and, and learn from it and grow from it. Well, I will say this. Um, I'm the thing that helped me the most in making kind of major breakthroughs when I've been on in burnout mode, um, while building my business was this, uh, speaking of habits is getting into the habit of journaling and, you know, not everybody, when I first started or when I first kind of heard about, okay, journaling as, uh, this tool for helping my business growth, I was like, yeah, right. How is that going to help? But I've been amazed by the power of that one habit. And I don't do it daily. I try to do it daily, but I don't do it daily. But what it does is it reconnects you to your mission. It reconnects you to your vision. And I use gratitude journaling as part of my journaling. And so it really, it really reconnects um, reconnects me to things in my life that I love, that I am grateful for, and that I have, and that I'm lucky to have. And so when you're starting the day from that place, from a place of gratitude, like I already have so much of what I need, then you don't have this sense of panic or doom or um, desperation around 
you know, little mistakes that you're making in your business or, you know, maybe a deadline that you didn't, you know, um, make in your business, you, it, it reframes the way you think um, into a much more positive way and it keeps you focused on the essentials. So I really um, encourage people that are feeling that burnout or overwhelmed to start that journaling process because it helps clarify your thinking so much and it really um, keeps you in this positive frame of mind that allows you to track to really tackle so much in your business um, in a more positive mindset you know and I think you know mindset is super key <laughs> you know and I think new coaches don't realize that all the time they think it's all strategy but really if you don't get your mindset right um, the foundation for anything that you're taking on any new challenge is, is going to be flawed you know um, because you're going to have cracks and doubts going to seep in and you're not going to have the skill or the habit of mind to kind of counteract that with some positivity and with some confidence so I would say journaling is, is one of the major ways that I kind of bring people back from burnout and was a major, um, I guess, key thing for me uh, when I was staring down at uh, burnout in my own business and in my own day job. I'm a huge fan of journaling. It's one of the things that I, you know, highlight in, um, I've got a free ebook that people can get when they go to my website, breakfastleadership.com plug. I, I can do it. And believe me, I'm going to let you, you know, obviously talk about you know, the stuff that you do as well. But journaling is definitely one of those things that I, I highlight as well. And a mm -hmm. uh, technique that I, I use a lot and uh, was recommended to me by a, a good colleague of mine is mm -hmm. just, you know, start off every morning before you get up. Don't, you know, look at your phone and check your emails and all that. Just wake up and, you know, just start thinking about the things that you're all thankful for. Um, and it can be waking up you know, that's okay. Guess what? You know, we, we, we woke up. That's, a, that's a gift. You know, yeah. some, of, some of us may not think about that on a Monday morning, but it is a gift. And mm -hmm. you know, think about the things that are going well in your life. Yes, there's things that we face, there are challenges and all that, but that, for this exercise, don't think about those. Focus on the things that are going well. Yes. Um, and in that way, you, you're starting off your day with a positive mindset. And at the end of the day, you know, you know, be thankful for the things that went well um, during the day and the things that moved forward that you know, you're getting closer to a, a goal or uh, the end of a project that you're happy about or all these things, you know, just again, fill your, fill your time up and your thoughts with positive things. And when you have those challenging moments, they don't sting as much. Um, they, yeah. they tend to, uh, they, they tend to not hurt as much because you you get in the habit of being positive about things and it makes a big, big difference. And that comes through in your coaching with people, in your interactions with people. It just, it jumps out and they're like, wow, you're, you're a very positive individual. And mm -hmm. you know, how, how, you know, how do you do that? Um, I, I do it. I'm, I'm positive. That's how you become a positive person is right. be a positive person. It's not a secret how to do it. <laughs> um, it's, there isn't any, it's not the kernel secret recipe. It's like, how do you be a positive person? Uh, be a positive person. That's, yeah, that's you how you do it. You work on yeah. it every single day. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a deliberate thing that you do, a habit of mind, you know? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Was well, there anything else you'd like to share with the audience today, specifically where they can you know find you and anything that uh, you'd like to share today? Yeah. So. Um you know, like I said, or like you mentioned earlier, I work with new coaches, um, specifically new coaches that are building their business while working full time. And the reason I like to specifically work, work with that group of people is because that's what I'm currently doing, right? I'm building my business. I've built multiple businesses while working full time in a very stressful job. And so I know that I have um, some skills and tools that can help a new coach um, that may be struggling uh, to juggle it all and make headway in their business. Um, and uh, so in order to join my community, you know, you can go to newcoachgroup.com. Just type that into your URL and um, you will uh, land right into the group and you can just ask to join and I'll very gladly join you to the group. And I share tips and um, you know, trainings in the group for um, new coaches. So I hope to see you there. And audience will have all of that information in the show notes and I'm a part of the group. And yes, uh, Santos does some incredible work in there. Very giving um, is consistent and frequently posting things and ideas and asking people how they're doing and checking in. So she always makes herself available. So it's definitely a, a group. If you're a coach, you definitely need to be in it, whether you're a new coach or a coach that's been around the block a couple times. It, <laughs> it's, it's a great group to be a part of. So, Thank you so much, Michael. I appreciate you saying that. Oh, thank you very much, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate everything you're doing. So uh, thanks again for being on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that we were able to connect uh, you know, via yeah, this way. Fun. and. And I have fun talking today with you. Likewise. <laughs> likewise, likewise. So um, thanks again for being on the show. And until next time, everyone, be well. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get as a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.